Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we take a look at the astrological energies from December 27th until January 3rd, 2024, as we close out one calendar year and move into 2024. In today's show, we're going to discuss Venus entering Sagittarius, Jupiter stationing direct at five degrees of Taurus, followed by Mercury stationing direct at 22 degrees of Sagittarius. Plus, we will look at the other transiting aspects unfolding over this next week and what we can potentially feel and be working with in these energies. As always, I hope this information supports you in some capacity, it resonates and gives you something that resonates with your own experience and journey. Now, before we dive into the energies of this week, I did want to start with something that is right on time as we end 2023 and move into 2024. And of course, that is the theme of New Year's resolutions, or perhaps you set an intention, or perhaps you select select a keyword that you want to be your theme for the next 12 months, whatever it might be. This is the time of year when these energies are strong and we hear everyone talking about their New Year's resolutions. Well, I want to offer something that I hope brings you some peace of mind as well as potential comfort that resolutions are not energetically correct for most astrology signs, meaning most people are not energetically designed to stick with a 12-month resolution or intention. Not every astrology sign is geared for that kind of energetic expression. And let me explain why. So resolutions are meant to focus on what you are resolving, what you are declaring is complete or you want to do it again in a different way, in a new fashion, something you want to approach with a higher intention or energy. Now, of course, we can make resolutions any minute of the day, any hour, any day of the month. But in terms of New Year's resolutions, resolutions are really about what you are committing to for long term. And there are only a few astrology signs that are energetically designed to do that. And typically it is the fixed signs. The fixed signs will stick with something. They will stay the course. They won't let go. They will stay with an energy signature that puts them on track for what they want to create, experience, or manifest. The fixed signs do not want change. And so they are energetically designed for anything that you want to commit to for 2024. And so if you have any planets or points in the fixed signs, Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, or Aquarius, you could make a confident intention or resolution based on that energy signature in your chart. So let's say you have Venus in Aquarius. Perhaps there's something you want to commit to in 2024 that supports the expression of that Venus in Aquarius theme and energy. Maybe you have your moon in Scorpio. Perhaps there's something you want that moon to really dive into and transform and move through in 2024. 
So look at your chart and make resolutions or intentions based on your energy, based on what is energetically correct for you. And also, of course, look back on how this has played out for you in previous years. You know, do you forget what your intention or resolution is by March? Are you completely off in another direction or inspired by something else in April or May? Chances are that is exactly what's in your astrology chart. So the fixed signs are designed to lock into gear, to fortify, to strengthen, to choose something and to stick with it. The other astrology sign that could feel very inspired with resolutions or New Year's intentions is Capricorn because it's the energy that begins and closes out each calendar year. And so if you have planets or points in Capricorn, you might feel really inspired and focused to make some of those goals real in this calendar year. So if you have your Mars and Capricorn, then perhaps make an intention for that part of your energy to take certain risks, to move ahead, perhaps to do something that strengthens your body or your physical self. So make those resolutions based on not only your chart, but the planets in astrology signs that can work with that type of long-term commitment. Now, when we look at the other astrology signs, the cardinal signs and the mutable signs, they're not really energetically designed to do something long-term, meaning the cardinal signs, which are Aries, Cancer, Libra and Capricorn like to initiate and begin. They want to have the freedom to move in their own direction or to go where the energy is calling them. Mutable signs, which are Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius, and Pisces want to change it up, want adaptability, want to do things in a new way and want that freedom of movement and choice and possibility. In fact, you could feel the energy sink If you think, oh my God, do I have to do this for the whole year? I don't want to. I can't. And then what happens is you often feel guilty or you judge yourself or you start to think, why can't I stick with something? Why can't I do this long term? What's wrong with me? And so what I'm offering you is to reframe it because that isn't true. You're probably not energetically designed to do something for a full year. If you have strong cardinal and mutable signs in your chart. So approach this year with an understanding of who you are, what is energetically correct for you and work with that. Allow that to be what guides you into the new year and to lift you up and to show you how you live your life, how you use your energy, what inspires you and ultimately the bigger theme of What is calling to you this year? What do you want to initiate or what is lifting your energy? Where are you ready to grow and do something different? And look at it through the lens of your own innate energy instead of expecting yourself to be something you're not or turning that energy against yourself where you give yourself those critical messages or judgment or guilt. This is a year to really own more of your unique energy signature and allow that to be what guides you into 2024. 
Now, before we close out 2023, I am going to go through some of the big astrology aspects and energies of this final week of the year. Now, keep in mind, we just had the Cancer full moon and Chiron stationing direct at 15 degrees of Aries on December 26th. So we are in that energy of both of those revelations and it could feel quite personal. It could be energy you want to retract into, contemplative, reviewing energy. Chiron stationing direct at 15 degrees of Aries could show you parts of yourself that you're no longer activating. Meaning you could say, I'm no longer that version of myself anymore. That is no longer me. I've moved through this. I've learned a lot about who I am. I've healed past this and I'm ready to keep marching forward with peace around what is no longer true for me. Chiron is reprogramming our sense of self so that we can see ourselves in a new way through that Aries perspective. And it often is about softening into a new truth. So this energy of softening, in fact, could be quite strong following that Cancer full moon. And as we now move through the final days of December, we're going to have energies putting us on a new trajectory. And as I say that, I'm seeing the train tracks shifting gear. And it's almost like those train tracks are shifting over where maybe you thought, oh, I'm going to go left and it turns out you're going right. Uh, There could be something that's changing for you that might be quite subtle and quite personal, but you're feeling it. And the more that you move into that energy, the more it comes alive and strengthens. So on December 27th, that Mercury retrograde in Sagittarius is conjunct Mars in Sag at 24 degrees, and then they're both going to square Neptune and Pisces at 25 degrees. So Mercury conjunct Mars. When Mercury is retrograde, it means really think about what you're going to say. But here comes Mars in a fire sign where you just say it, you just do it, it unfolds, something happens, and you could even feel like it's an accident, you want to take it back. As both of these planets square Neptune and Pisces, there's confusion. What you're saying is not properly heard. What you're intending is not coming across. So this is actually not the best time for important communications. Again, December 27th, December 28th, because it could go off in a direction that you did not intend. And there could also be exhaustion here. I mean, this is where you could just be tired. Tired of doing, tired of thinking, needing a break. Your body is saying, I need some downtime, but maybe your mind is like, but I got to get this done. And then you could feel this pressure and overwhelm of maybe deadlines by the end of the year or things that you want to get started. This is actually an energy of just stepping back and allowing yourself to do less, allowing yourself to just trust that If you give yourself a break, it will actually reward you. And at the same time, we're going to have that sun in Capricorn trining Jupiter retrograde in Taurus at five degrees. 
December 27th into December 28th. And this is where you could have a new focal point of this is my overarching priority. This is what matters most. This is where I want my energy to go. This is what I declare or what I want to take on. And it could help you step away from distractions. Uh, There could be a restlessness with this energy, almost like I've got to do something in order to get something done. I've got to fill in the blank. And then the universe is going to say, actually, it's okay to rest. It's okay to go slow. It's okay to exhale, relax, and lean back. And yet, again, you could feel that part of your energy doesn't want to do that. So it is important to temper those themes to look at how that's coming up in you because I feel like what the universe is saying is that there's things you're meant to really tap into that you're not going to notice if you're busy, 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 if you're go, 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 if you're overthinking. There's something more receptive here and we can fight that, right? We can fight being receptive. We can fight ourselves between our own internal feminine and masculine where we have that pressure or that desire to be productive or to be responsible to make sure that nothing falls through the cracks. But this is the energy of taking some deep breaths and grounding into what is really important, not what you think matters. It's even stepping off of a carousel of expectations or that merry-go-round of, if I don't do this, it's all going to fall apart. And I'm feeling like what the universe is actually saying right now is, that's not true. You don't have to overmanage, overthink, overprocess, overdo it all. In fact, what you can do right now is become the observer of yourself. Observe yourself. Observe everything you're juggling or everything that's in front of you. Observe your own energy and what are you seeing from that perspective that you don't see when you're in the midst of everything and going about your life and taking care of everything in front of you. So this is a week of observing your own energy, zooming out to almost describe yourself to someone else. Like put yourself in that third person narrative and say, look what she's doing right now or look at everything in front of her. Can she see what really matters? Is he aware of what truly counts? It's becoming that part of your energy field that's actually going to show you more of what is essential and where your energy is more beneficially used and also It's interesting because there's going to be a shift here in what you want to do or take care of. On December 28th, Venus in Scorpio will sextile Pluto in Capricorn at 29 degrees. And this is a pivotal point. This is the last degree where Pluto is in Capricorn at 29 degrees, Venus in Scorpio at 29 degrees. There's something here that you are going to see and understand around how you've been using your time, how you've been investing your energy in things outside of yourself. Then Venus enters Sagittarius on December 29th, and that's where she gets that intuitive hit around what she really wants to do next. 
And so there could be things coming up here in your awareness, in your dreams, those random downloads, right? Like those unexpected intuitive messages that come in that could almost stop you in your tracks in a way that's like a soft, I'm feeling it like a soft hug. It's like a warm, comforting awareness that comes in and it could help you see, I don't want to do that anymore. I'm not going to take that forward. I'm not going to take that into the new year. And now I'm getting the visual of a heart. I'm getting the visual of a heart chakra that maybe has been through a lot and it's declaring no more. End of the line, not doing this, not invested, don't care, not going to put energy or time into any of this anymore because it's over and the karma is over. There's parts of yourself that have healed. There's parts of yourself that are elevating and ascending into the next realm, into the next experiences. And so it's interesting because I do feel with this Venus sextiling Pluto and then entering into Sagittarius, there's something you're understanding around what no longer supports you or feels good for you. In fact, it's only been limiting you or holding you back. And there's a new level of self-responsibility of what you want to create next. And I feel like this is really powerful because not only is Venus entering Sagittarius, but she's now in mutual reception with Jupiter stationing direct at five degrees of Taurus. So that means that Venus is in Sagittarius. Sagittarius is ruled by Jupiter. Jupiter is in Taurus. Taurus is ruled by Venus. So it's actually interesting because Sagittarius and Taurus are very different energies. That Taurus energy wants stability, self-reliance, wants to understand the practical manifestations, wants to be very clear and simple. And Sagittarius wants to be free and have change and be open and be independent and doesn't want to be held down. So you could feel like part of your energy here is shifting into a new value system, new personal self-worth, new realizations around your self-worth and your value that sets you free, sets you free to close out Anything you've been going through, anything that has been connected to Venus energies of finances, money, your values, relationships, love, friendships, connections with women, creativity, beauty, self-expression, anything here that almost felt like it was holding you back and you couldn't be free from it. You weren't able to move forward as much as you'd like. By the end of this year, there's a significant energy change here with this Venus in Sagittarius, Jupiter stationing direct in Taurus. They have a very interesting conversation right now, and I feel like you're going to have new areas of your self-worth that you're digging into. You're rooting into it, stabilizing you and setting you free at the same time. So this is an energy of also being very responsible around what you've been learning so that those patterns are complete, that karma is over. You're aware of your own energy in the dynamic and that's exactly where 
you're able to venture forward and move into new territory. It's interesting. Now I'm being pulled back to that visual of the train tracks moving in a new direction because you're like, yeah, I've done that path. I went on that loop. I went on that voyage. Now this is where I am today and I'm open to what comes next. Now that Taurus energy wants a guarantee. Taurus wants to know, where is this going? Is it worth my time? What am I going to get as an ROI? What's my return on investment? And Venus and Sag is like, I'm just here for it. I'm just here for the fun. Whatever transpires, I'm going to learn from it. I'm going to grow from it. I'm going to have a good time. And there could be a sense of you're just open. And I feel this as the heart expanding, but it's expanding in a new way. It's expanding into a new energy. And it's that new energy that is the growth. And it's also that new energy that's leading you forward. But we're taking our own wisdom with us. So you're taking your own patterns with you. And you know, that Jupiter in Taurus can really get locked into patterns because that's a comfort zone. If I stay on this merry-go-round, I know when it's going to circle back around. I know what's going to happen next. I don't have to take a risk. I don't have to worry about the unknown. But there's something here where I feel that energy is getting stronger internally and that's what sets you free. You can feel that you're ready for the next part of your own ascension, the next part of your journey, because now you're trusting yourself more than ever and you're grounded in to what you really value, which can, in this very interesting way, open you up to the world, open you up to something new, something else that you wouldn't experience or have if you stayed on your little do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do merry-go-round. Okay, so there's something here where you're understanding that, all right, I've done that. I did that pattern. I went through those experiences. I know that part of myself, but I also know I want more or I want better or I want something new, a different experience. So there could be something here that's pushing you out of a comfort zone, pushing you out of where you thought you might stay. And then what happens is after Venus enters Sagittarius on December 29th, she's going to have a square to Saturn in Pisces on January 1st. And that square is occurring at three degrees. And there's something where Venus in Sagittarius, now she's not so sure. She's like, wait, is this a mistake? Maybe, maybe I shouldn't have done this. And there's something that she experiences that can stop her in her tracks because Venus squaring Saturn is some type of reality check of what she can't have because it's not the right time. Saturn is about the timing of our lives. Saturn is about what syncs up, what connects, what matches, and then also what is perceived as a challenge or there is no connection or it's a closed door. And again, this is January 1st, but it's temporary. It's temporary. And how I see this is that Venus and Sag, she can want it all and she wants to go big and do as much as she can. And with that Sagittarius fire, the energy can be amplified. It can be really connected even to the ego. It can be overdone. 
And here is Saturn in Pisces, and Pisces is your intuition and trusting what you don't know, trusting what your ego doesn't know. And there could be something that is that temporary stop because Saturn wants you to check in with your intuition. And Saturn in Pisces is also aware of karmic cycles. Are you getting back on that karmic train? Are you doing something that really isn't going to take you where you want to go. And that could be the stop here on January 1st with that Venus squaring Saturn is that there could be something that you're meant to do that full stop and listen. Sagittarius wants to go and take action. This is where no stop and listen to what you're truly feeling that isn't connected to the Sagittarius Pollyanna ideals. It's like, no, just listen. Is this really true for me? Is this really in alignment? And if so, then the gates open and you move forward. Or if you realize, wait a minute, this is too much. And I'm probably getting swept away in some lofty ideal. Then you have a chance to regroup and assess again. Okay, this is what's true for me. This is where I want to go. Now, part of this dynamic here with this Venus and Sag squaring Saturn in Pisces at three degrees is remember, Jupiter is right there. Jupiter is stationing direct at five degrees of Taurus, sextiling that Saturn. And they're in a beautiful, harmonious connection. And they're both in feminine energies. They're both in receptive, creative energies that are actually wanting you to travel with a new sense of self-worth and to look at what you've had to repair that was maybe dented, demolished, hurt, rejected, abandoned, whatever it might be, that left some kind of, I'm seeing it as a dent, that like dented you, like dented your heart or dented your energy or just left its mark. Now this energy is helping with the repair and the stabilizing. It's helping you to trust the bigger picture. It's helping you to move forward. And it's doing so in a way that wants you to reframe your belief systems. Where have you limited your trust in the universe, in God, in spirit, your angels, whatever resonates with you? Where have you limited your belief in what's possible? Where have you halted your own growth potential, your own growth potential, really, because you didn't think it was possible? And it's interesting with this energy where we could think, well, I need to see it in order to believe it. I need to see it first so that I know it's real. I know it's possible. But these energies are leading you into new possibilities that maybe your soul hasn't experienced yet in this lifetime. And so you will see it after you believe it. You will see it after you stay the course and really invest in what you want to manifest next. And so this is where certain tools like a vision board or written affirmations, or anything that you can see 
will help with that visualization process. This could also be something you tune into through your third eye and you're visualizing a potential, you're visualizing a dream or a manifestation. And in that way, you're seeing it before it shows up in the physical. So there's something here where you can absolutely be connected to those next level manifestations if you're believing in them first, but if you're also taking responsibility for where you've limited your beliefs, where you've limited your belief potentials or what you thought the universe could create because the universe is unlimited. And in fact, there are multiple ways, unlimited ways that what you want could manifest or come about. But it's our work as powerful creators, as powerful energy vessels to own that, to own that power and to do so responsibly. So as we move into 2024, there could be a reframe here, something that's taking shape in a new way, in a different way. It's challenging you. Maybe there's something that you're like, nah, I don't think that's possible or eh, it's not likely. Well, that's your own limitation. That's on you. And the person standing next to you could see it completely differently and could say, yes, that could definitely develop. I would love that for you. That would be exciting and so supportive for you if that happened. So there is a deep responsibility here, which is always part of the sun in Capricorn. So the sun in Capricorn is where we learn to take responsibility for all areas of our lives and to be the own authority of our energy, of our beliefs, of what we experience and what we feel. The sun in Capricorn is where we understand that it's on me. I am the captain of this ship. I am the one steering the course of my life amongst all of these universal energies and things that come up along the way. So this is where you're looking at how well are you taking ownership over your energy and really allowing that to be something that you're continuing to master. Now the sun in Capricorn only makes one major aspect this week. And again, that's the trine to Jupiter retrograde in Taurus at five degrees on December 27th. Then the sun in Capricorn is traveling by itself without making any big aspects until it's going to interact with Chiron and Uranus January 6th and January 9th. I'll talk about that next Wednesday. But this is a week to really look at what parts of your energy have been leaking out. Where do you have energy leaks? where you gave your authority, you gave your personal sovereignty over to something else or someone else. Where do you have leaks in the boat? You know, the energy vessel is requiring some repair to make sure that you're containing that energy. And this is a personal management theme here, personal responsibility over your energy especially because Capricorn is the commander, the CEO, the one in charge. There's no one higher except the universe, spirit, God. So it's also where you take that personal sense of self, that personal mastery and interact with the universe in a commanding way to say, this is what I declare. This is what I want. This is what I want to manifest. And Capricorn is the third and final earth sign 
in the astrological wheel. And so it's where you also take that accumulation of energies and experiences and really determine this is what's true for me. This is what I want. This is what I know. This is what I've learned. So there can be a declaration here. And I feel like, again, that's interesting when we look at the theme of New Year's resolutions and New Year's intentions, where what are you declaring is true for you now that you're going to strengthen and fortify? And yes, you're aware it's probably going to change in the new year. It's going to look different than maybe exactly what you expect. But there's a direct connection to your personal power that is part of your human responsibility and part of the joy of all the hard work we've been doing, part of the reward of what we've been moving through and understanding and mastering along the way. And so I feel like this is a week where you're going to get perhaps some new insights around your life direction, around what you've built or experienced so far and where you want to go next with it. Capricorn is also where we have to be decisive and say, no, no, I don't want that. No, I don't have time for that. No, that's not important to me anymore. And it could be something that you're able to do more easily right now. As you look at what gets going here in January, as well as when you review what you've been through in the previous 12 months, it gives you new ways of evaluating your time on the planet, understanding what is important to you and what is not, and being strong enough to declare that. Whether that is to people you love or in a meeting, whether there's things you're asserting in a new way or from a new sense of yourself, this is the energy of really being in your universal power and allowing that to be an energy that supports you going forward. Now, the Capricorn energy is going to strengthen into January. Because we're going to have Mars enter Capricorn, Mercury return to Capricorn, and then Venus will enter Capricorn towards the end of the month. So there could be a lot here that you're tapping into as part of your next vision, your next direction, your next possible life path. Mars and Sagittarius is going to be conjunct the galactic center. December 31st and January 1st, and that is at 27 degrees of Sag. And this Mars is how we take a risk, how we go for it, how we assert ourselves and make moves. Mars in Sagittarius is the marathon runner designed to go the distance, to travel into new territories and explore new places. This is a Mars that wants to be free, wants to be independent, wants to do his own thing. And as he connects with that galactic center, he gets new expansive downloads around where he can go next, what he can move into, what he can create, and how he can take his experiences and apply them into something that will be useful or practical when he enters Capricorn on January 4th. So that Mars in Sag wants to be loose and understand more things, does not want to be held back or held down. And then he takes that momentum because there's a lot of momentum with the Mars in Sag, especially conjunct the galactic center. He then takes it into Capricorn where he has new ways 
of applying himself to get to his goals, to climb that next mountain, to get to that next destination. So I feel like this is going to be a strong Mars month. Mars is going to really be pushing us into new ways of using our energy. This can actually help you too with listening to more of what your body needs right now to feel energetically powerful and strong. But keep in mind, this energy is strengthened after December 28th, after December 28th, because that's when Mars is conjunct Mercury retrograde and squares Neptune. So that again can be that setback, the slowdown, the sense of I'm all out of energy, I'm all out of steam. And then he gets refueled December 31st, January 1st, that conjunction to the galactic center, new downloads, new possibilities, new dreams. I do feel it as new dreams coming alive, new things that you want to experience or explore. And it feels too like it couldn't have happened sooner. So if you get a download here, as we move from 2023 to 2024, you get a great idea, a wonderful new adventure. There's something you've got to do. You've got to try. And you're thinking, why didn't I think of this sooner? Well, because the energy wasn't there for it just yet. And there was things that had to line up in order for it to move ahead and be something tangible to build. And and that's what this feels like. So keep that in mind, especially if you have felt like you've been in a holding pattern There's turnaround energy this week, okay? So not only is it Mercury stationing direct, Jupiter stationing direct, but now it's this Mars moving ahead and also Venus entering Sag. So we have multiple energies here that are ready to go as January gets moving. And that brings us to Mercury stationing direct January 1st. At 10.07 p.m., that's Eastern Time, so it could be January 2nd for you, Mercury stations direct at 22 degrees of Sagittarius, is still in a square to Neptune in Pisces, but there's something here that you could feel you're just marinating in. You're just allowing it to open up and expand. Maybe there's a lot running through your mind, a lot you're considering, a lot that's coming up that are possibilities. As Mercury stations direct, then he starts to gain momentum and clarity. And that will really happen by the middle of January. So keep in mind that there could be quite a few things popping up, but you don't want to overcommit. You don't want to make any long-term decisions just yet. In fact, the time to really make some good solid decisions would be more around the Capricorn new moon on January 11th. Until then, just allow things to show up as options and possibilities and to play with it, to keep the energy light, to keep it open and moving and see what is being revealed to you. See what is coming up and to test it, to energetically test it. Meaning, if I put my energy into option A, how does that feel? And then if I put my energy into option B, how does that feel? If I put my energy into option C, what happens there? So this could be a sampling of ideas, a sampling of options. 
It isn't a good time to make one choice and expect it to stay the same because these energies are quite fluid, especially with Mercury and Venus in Sagittarius and Neptune and Saturn in Pisces. So there is a need here to just ebb and flow, to dip and turn, to go with it and see what continues to speak to you energetically. And that's how you're going to know with greater certainty what is for you. So it's again, it's like energy testing, uh, allowing there to be a buffet of options that you sample and then you'll see what is true for you or what speaks to you, especially by the upcoming Capricorn new moon on January 11th. So it is quite a dynamic week as we close out 2023 and move into the new territories of 2024. We have a lot coming up for not only our review, but to also ground in and trust for yourself that you're ready to write a new chapter. You're ready to experience new ascended energies that call to you. And there could be something here that you're really feeling stronger about. You're just feeling more in alignment with your own mastery, with your own purpose, and what you want to manifest in 2024 and beyond. Now, I do have a few things I want to put on your calendar for 2024, a few things that I feel might support you in what you're building and moving into. The first is a live publishing masterclass being taught by my publisher, Randy Davila, And he is doing four live Zoom classes in February to help you with writing a book. And this is where you would have direct access to Randy. This is where he's going to tell you what you need to know about the business of publishing and what is really important, for example, around your big idea or what you need to understand about writing a manuscript. Uh, Should you self-publish or should you work with a traditional publisher? What do you need to know about your author platform? So he's going to talk about that and so much more. These are live classes on Thursday evenings. It's okay if you can't make it live because there will be replays available for a few months afterwards. And Randy is going to help guide you so that you can really put these ideas into place in the world of publishing. So I'm going to put a link below the podcast and you can check out those details. There is early bird pricing going on until January 1st. So if you can register before the end of the year, you'll save some money. And again, those will be live classes in February, starting in February. Now, the other thing I want to put on your calendar is that coming up in May, May 16th, to May 19th, I'm going to be teaching a live in-person business-centric class for those of you who are here to build your business. You are perhaps an astrologer, a guide, a healer, an energy worker. You are doing your soul mission work in the world, but you need it in practical applications that relate to who you are, meaning This is going to be a live business program that is based on understanding how you are designed to be successful, not how 
everyone else in the world is doing it. Not how you're meant to follow what someone else says. This is where I'm going to guide you into more of your own mastery based on your energy. And we're going to be doing so not only with your astrology chart, but also your human design. And I have an expert human design teacher who will be presenting with me as well. We're going to be doing this program together. And I'm going to give you very concrete information around sales, around marketing, around all the essentials of building a business. But we're doing it with the understanding that it's right in alignment with your energy. So I'm giving you a heads up. You can't register for this now. Okay, you can mark it on your calendar that it will be happening May 16th, 17th, 18th, and 19th at the Art of Living Retreat Center in Boone, North Carolina. And I will open registration in January. But I want you to know about that because there's some bigger picture things here that we're going to be teaching and that we're going to want to guide you through so that you can be successful with your business, with your gifts based on your energy. That's how it's going to work long term. That is also about owning your sovereignty, owning your power, owning how your energy works, which is different than the person to your left or the person to your right. And I have talked about this before in some YouTube videos that the only way that my business even took off was because I did it my own way. And that's scary to trust yourself, to only trust your energy. You're not trusting what a Harvard professor is telling you. You're not trusting what this big ticket business leader is telling you. No, you're trusting yourself. That is your key to success. That is how the energy is going to be sustainable for the long term. I'm really excited about this. I am so passionate about teaching business with these new energies, and I'm really hoping that you can make it. So again, there's nothing to sign up for now. There's nowhere to register. Nothing is available for you to do just yet except put it on your calendar. May 16th to 19th, I'll be teaching a business program in person and it's going to be really powerful for putting you on a path to success. And then the final thing to share with you that I have previously announced is the upcoming Midnight Sun Astrology Cruise where we are going on a seven-day cruise Iceland, Scotland, and into Copenhagen in the first half of June, stopping at various beautiful ports of call. And I'll be teaching astrology workshops on the boat during our days at sea. And the astrology workshops are geared towards beginner and intermediate levels, as well as everyone topics. So you can see what will be good for you, what would interest you. I'll also be doing a live Q&A. And once you register, you're also going to receive an astrocartography report about your energy in these various places that we're going to visit. So again, we are sailing June 8th through June 15th. And I have all the details below the podcast. I hope you can make it. It is truly a once in a lifetime bucket list adventure. And I'm really excited too about all of you who have signed up already. We're going to have such a great time and I can't wait to see you on board. 
So wishing you a beautiful beginning to 2024, where we are moving more into our personal sovereignty and empowerment. We are understanding more of what we're here to do during this time on the planet. And I hope that 2023 ends with much gratitude for you, what you've been through, what you've moved through, what your experiences have been. And I also hope that it opens you up to the new adventures of 2024. I'll be back with another podcast on Monday and Wednesday. I hope you can join me. And as always, thank you so much for joining me as we ride these astrological energies together. Happy New Year, and I'll see you back here soon.